Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome, Philly, to your favorite sports show. Hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all Philly. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome into episode number 97 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host Jesse Taylor and we are the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. The Birds moved to 12-1 and on the season after a dominant win over the New York Giants. Exactly what we thought would happen happens. So you love that when they come out and execute. Best team in the NFL. They have been all season long, but hopefully people are starting to recognize that even though ESPN models still want to say the Dallas Cowboys who we have next week um, is the best or has quote unquote the best analytical chance to make it the Super Bowl well obviously a three-point win in the final seconds against a one-win football team is more impressive than at home nonetheless is more impressive than a you know low out against the division yeah, on a yeah, I mean, it's just it's hysterical at this point. It's so stupid. I can't even like I can't even get myself worked up about it because it's that <laughs> stupid. Like I can't I don't I feel the I don't even usually I get like really amped up about that kind of stuff and I I I I can't even at this point because it's it's just it's just so silly that I my body won't even allow me to waste the energy on it. No, Jess, I completely agree because I feel like it's just one of those things that we argue. And at this point, we're 12 and one, and we've been arguing it almost all season. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, dude, whatever. Like, what else? Literally, what else can we do? Like, there was a point there where I would have understood it because Dallas was starting to play better. Philly was kind of getting iffy with the injuries, like right after the Dallas Goddard injury and stuff. Right. So those weeks, I could have understood it. But besides that, the entire season, Philly's been dominant. It's It's not even close. But yeah, so we have a probably short episode coming up right now because, one, I'm pretty stuffy, so I'm probably not enjoyable to listen to, and I apologize. Um, but also, we have the Chicago Bears this week. So before we look at Dallas and stuff, same thing the Eagles say. Let's look at the Bears. Not anything impressive. 
no. they're one of their hopes, I guess, that you could say is that they're completely well rested because they're coming off their bye. So I don't know how much of a difference that's going to make for the Bears. They're three and 10. They do have Justin Fields and poor Justin Fields. I do think he's a decent quarterback. Um, obviously, he's got a similar style to uh, Jalen Hurts there. So I do think he's a good quarterback and I do think he could have success. But man, the team around him is just not good. Yeah, there's there's definitely room to grow for him. Um, but, you know, the similarly to, you know, what we sort of the, the opposite could have been for for this season for the Eagles. Right. Like Jalen Hurts was, you know, absolutely, you know, he, he deserved the, obviously the chance to grow. Right. Use a hydrant yeah. on him like you, you want to see this kid grow. But in order to see how good he can be now. Uh, weirdly this like feeds into the whole Micah Parsons thing that we're not going to get into this week because also we're worried about the Chicago Bears but <laughs> the the Eagles are able to do everything they do on offense and this is exactly how Jason Kelsey kind of framed it like the Eagles are able to be as dominant as they are because their scheme is around Jalen's strengths and because he has so many of them and he can hurt you in so many different ways that is you know, what you do for a quarterback that you want to see grow and improve. You give them everything because think about it, a team is built around the quarterback. It's the most yeah. important position on the football field. The team is, you know, they get the credit when they, when they win or not really, they, the whole team gets the credit when they win, but they get the blame when they lose. Right. Like yes. we have that conversation a lot with Carson Wentz. Like obviously he was not great all the time and there, he showed glimpses of it 2017 and there were games, especially in 2020 where like he wasn't the problem, but he was still taking all of the blame for the loss. Now there were games where he absolutely was all of the problem. <laughs> that was just a, it's a bad year across the board for everyone, but you need to, you know, the Eagles did exactly what they needed to do. We want to see what Jalen Hurts can do. Let's give him all the tools necessary and see if he can thrive or if he can't. Like, sink or swim. Let's see what yep. he can do. The Bears have done Justin Fields exactly zero favors. Yes, exactly zero. None. No favors. I mean, like, trading for Chase Claypool – no, that's not a favor. Bringing in Nikhil Harry? No, that's not a favor. Like, I, I don't, they're not doing anything for him. And they really, they, they need to do something. Otherwise, they're just going to waste a, a, you know, a decent young talent that, that could, we, yeah. could be really good. He could be a bust. We don't know, but they're not doing anything to help themselves get there, get to that realization. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I didn't even know until I started looking up for this week, obviously. Um, that Justin Fields is actually the top rushing quarterback in the league, um, which kind of surprised me just because, like, you don't hear about him. Hear about be- it, right. Yeah, because obviously it doesn't do too much because they still lose. But, um, I mean, it is – it goes to show, though, that, like, there's some talent there. And he always did, um, like, in college and stuff. And he was on that one show, too, and on Netflix. It's what I always think of when I think of Justin Fields, um, the QB one show or whatever. Oh, yeah. That? Yeah. Um, so he was featured on there and um, yeah, I remember like he was supposed to like be the dual threat because he has this big frame where he looks like he has more of a frame than where he looks like he could develop passing than Jalen hurts. Sure. Now he does. So like, 
it should it could come and he's got that rushing ability obviously it shows so I mean it's interesting and we'll see if the Bears actually believe in him and want to do something but I mean he accounts for I think I think they have 16 rushing touchdowns as a team and he has eight of those yes he I saw that too so, you know, he has 21 total touchdowns, 13 passing, eight rushing touchdowns. He's obviously a threat with his legs, which, you know, that's, you know, they're, they're, that's their biggest offensive threat. And, I, and you know, I do think that similarly to sort of where, you know, Jalen Hurts was last year at times where it's like, you know, that it's like that meme, like, fine, I'll just do it myself because you, he can't really rely on anybody else to do yeah. anything positive. So he's just like, all right, like he he bails too quickly and is like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna do it. Um, you know, he does have ten interceptions to his thirteen touchdowns, which isn't great. Uh, he has eight fumbles as well, again because he runs a lot. He has yeah. lost of those fumbles, but still, he he's a little loosey goose with the ball. So, yeah. you know, a benefit for the Eagles. And the Eagles, you know, their their run defense has been great over the last, you know, few weeks. Obviously, they let Ryan Tannehill break, like, one off here. Yeah. Daniel Jones got one there. But, you know, <sighs> offense isn't great. And Justin Fields, he's sick. He didn't practice yesterday. So, he's, like, day-to-day with an illness, which, you know, that's that just sucks. <laughs> um, yeah. And defensively, like, you know, Roquan Smith, Smith is still their number two in tackles. And he was traded to the Ravens in October, like he played eight games for the Chicago bears. It's week 15 and he's still number two in tackles. Like they're, they've given up 800 more passing yards, 800 more passing yards than their offense has on the season. So like, absolutely dude. Well, and just to add on to that, the fun fact I had for you. So the bears are allowing and a hundred percent exactly rating to wide receivers. That's their average rating to wide receivers throughout this year is a hundred. Oh my God. Like, so it's funny that you're yeah. talking about that. Yeah. A guy that played for him eight weeks of the year is still their highest on the line, but then yeah, their passing game's not much better or passing. Yeah. Game. I mean, they're, they are just bad. They are just a, bad. a, a bad football team with, like, so with that with that like before we go to the great or the great I was about to say I don't understand where that came from normally I'm like ah, I mix these up yet yeah, no grape I don't know where that came from before we go to the break um what are your like final thoughts on this matchup before we give our keys I mean like this team is just so bad and Justin Fields has literally owned he's only thrown for over 200 yards twice this season twice and I don't even think they were in there both of their like I don't even think both of those times were in their wins like I don't I have no idea the Eagles the Eagles have not gotten complacent all with any of the bad teams they faced they have faced some bad teams right and there was that little like window in there that was a little hiccup of you know, too close for comfort against the Colts, who are not a good football team. Too close for comfort against the Texans, who are not a good football team. Obviously, their one loss to the to the Washington football team, Commanders, whatever they want to be called these days, who are not a very good football team. Not not as bad as some of the other ones, but not a not good. Um, so they were, you know, a little little hairy in there, but they're you know getting back to where they should be. 
cruising a little bit better again. And, you know, I don't expect any sort of complacency to start now. Like now is the time where the season where you're most locked in, like this is important. And, you know, because the NFC is still so tight because the NFC East is still, you know, so tight. The I mean, the Eagles have clinched their playoff spot, Mm -hmm. right? But like, now it's let's lock up that one seed, get the home field advantage. I was going to say you want the home five. field. So, you know, this is it. It is in borderline playoffs, you know, the whole way, the whole way out. So I don't expect them to start showing complacency now. I'm really not concerned as long as they play the way they should. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Like I, th- my thoughts, quote unquote thoughts on the matchup besides that, Chicago's just bad um is just that really Philly can't mess this up there's no way Chicago beats Philly Philly just can't mess this game up um I, yeah I don't want them to play down obviously but I really highly doubt that's going to happen especially because as much as we would hate to admit it they can lose possibly to the Cowboys at home on Christmas Eve so they can't afford to lose any other game the rest of the year besides that because the Cowboys could possibly sneak up and take that one seed. Um, yeah, so just complacency um, is a factor. And also, the brisk cold makes me nervous just because we've had a little um, problem here and there with fumbling issues or dropping the ball. So that's just something I think to keep an eye on. Yeah. If you, ha- if you have to say something – yeah, that's that's what it is. Like, just take which care of obviously all. they know they're going to Chicago, the windy city in December. Everybody knows it's going to be cold. So, yeah, listen, just go out there, do what you're supposed to do. And I want to see Gardner Minshew in the fourth quarter and everything will be fine. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll give you our keys to success for the upcoming matchup, as well as our final score predictions. You are listening to the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back into episode number 97 of Babes on Broad. So Jess, we went through our thoughts of the game and kind of a quote-unquote breakdown as much as we could. What are your keys to success for the Eagles on Sunday? My keys to success are borderline not even for this, like, for the win specifically. It's more so just, like, do do your jobs and come out with no injuries. Like, 
my biggest key to success for this week is to play their game, do what they did last week, get in, be efficient, get out, move on, and stay healthy. Like coming out with no injuries, it is way less to do for me at this point in a game like this against a team this bad. It has way less to do with the game itself and way more to do with coming out healthy and continuing the consistency that they have is way more important to me at this point. What about you? What are your keys for this week? Yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. That's a great point. Um, especially we have, I don't remember if we actually said it in the first half, but you had it written down Dallas Goddard, the practice windows open. So mm-hmm. we're finally starting to get some of those key pieces towards the end and coming back at crucial points of the year. So the last thing you want is somebody big to go down. So I agree. That should be number one. And then just the simple things that we already mentioned, don't fumble, Mm -hmm. don't play down Mm -hmm. and just don't let Jalen Fields run or Jalen Fields, Justin Fields, Justin Fields. I was like, that's not right. (laughs) And it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, that's not right. Yeah. But what what is it? (laughs) Literally, if only, if only the people listening to this could have seen our faces. Cause I literally, both of us had that same look like that's not right. But what is it? I haven't finished my coffee yet this morning. Yeah, we're recording super early for us. So, but um, yeah, so it's really simple. Just don't beat yourself. Uh, With that being said, final score prediction. We kind of have the same thing, but yours is a little more drastic. Yeah, because you know what? I've, I've, I honestly, I've been, I've been selling them short. (laughs) I've been selling my Eagles short in my score predictions. And I'm disappointed in myself, really. So we're we're going to go with it this week. I've got a 40 to 17 final score prediction. And I like because last week, I don't even remember what our final score was. Mine was like 35. And they ended up putting up 48 points last week. Like yeah. 48 points. I'm not against giants. I'm not yeah, right. I'm not selling them short again. 40, 40 to 17. I, I just I, I need to have more confidence in how great this team is. I haven't let myself believe it, but I'm just I'm all in. Forget it. I'm all in. What about you, Sam? No, I like it 100 percent. I um I'm a little bit closer just because I so I have 3120, but I think it's definitely going to just be one of those situations where like they're completely dominating. Sure. You know what I mean? I might even bump it up to like 38. I just didn't want to be too close to you because we're always so close. But so it could possibly be like 38-ish to 20. And I think it is going to be a complete blowout. And like the only reason they even reach 20 is because of a late touchdown late in the game when nobody really cares. Um, But yeah, so I think it's, it's going to be a blowout. People betting this game, I don't know what the spread is off the top of my head, but you should just be careful because... I feel like Philly's going to be pulling their starters and then there might be a late touchdown and that can affect the spread. So be careful on the spread, but yeah, I like it's going to be a blowout. I like how our score predictions have gone from like score prediction to this number ish, like ish has become our score predictions. Yeah. Because we have, it's, it's at this point, like I, I almost hate score predictions because they're either so close or so far off. And you're like, wow, what was I looking at? Or how did this happen? So I like that we've, we've gotten to ish. I was going to say, it's basically the same thing as us just saying who we think is going to win. And if it's by a lot or a little. Yeah. 
that's essentially what it is. But, yeah. but we, we always have reasons for it. We're not just like, uh, I think so. There's always a reason. Like exactly yeah. what you said. Like, I do think they could, you know, they could score again, depending on how long the starters stay in, if they're dominating guy that much. I also think that the Bears could score less, again, depending on how long the starters stay in or whatever. So, you know, just. You have to explain your reasoning. Because then at least people don't think you're an idiot if it's far off. And they're like, nah, I saw your point. I saw it. <laughs> the vision was there. I promise we're not idiots. But that is our episode. <laughs> that is our episode for the week. Like we said, it was probably going to be a short one because the Eagles are a good football team and the Bears are a bad football team. And there's really not much else we can, we can talk about within there. Um, so Eagles, please go do your job and make sure that this is all valid. Thank you. Um, so thank you for listening to episode 97 of Babes on Broad. As always, thank you to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation for hosting us. Make sure you're paying attention to all of our stuff coming out throughout the weekend. Next week, we will have a couple episodes coming out next week as we get closer to our 100th episode, which we're going to get some fun stuff going for that, we hope. So go birds, and we will talk to you next week.